we just wanted to add this intro to the beginning of each episode to remind those of you who are with us that we are not recording this or looking into these fetishes from a place of judgment, um, just purely from an educational standpoint. We also talked in length about how so many of these fetishes in our world are socially taboo, and we think it's really important that we shed a light on the taboo um, point of things and make sure that it's not coming from a place of judgment or thinking that things are wrong or right, but really just learning more about these topics that we have found enjoyable to research. And fetishes are so common, there's no reason for them to be taboo the way that they are. Um, So our giggles are just from us being socialized to think that these things are uncomfortable when really it seems that they're just normal. So enjoy sex however you like. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Hi everyone, welcome to the Fetish Fighters episode one. I'm Erin. I'm Haley. We don't know what we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) We have come to this place in a moment of pandemic weakness and we're here to tell you about all the fetishes you never wanted to know about. If you're wondering how we got here, um, we're two naive teachers who don't know very much about fetishes. Um, Or anything. Yeah, or anything really. (laughs) Um, So we're here to learn. And love. And love it. (laughs) As a warning, we're not here to shame anybody. We're going to laugh because we don't know what's going on and we're trying to learn new things. Know that all of our laughter comes from a place of complete nervousness and... and not judging people who have these fetishes. But we're really excited to bring to you episode one about feet fetishes. Or potophilia. Which, Haley, how did we come to a place of feet fetishes? <laughs> well, let me tell you, Erin, the person <laughs> who came up with this idea. Um, so Erin's ex-boyfriend was being a little judgy about Erin's thought to sell feet pics. Um, to make a little extra cash because we're both teachers and we don't got any extra cash. So ex-boyfriend was a little judgy and then when boyfriend became ex-boyfriend, this was our hobby that we decided to take on during the pandemic. So heartbreak also brought us here. (laughs) We're mending, we're mending. (laughs) So mending and pandemic and needing money just sell our feet. As a claim, neither of us do sell our feet, maybe someday, but... um, yeah, okay. I just really thought that this would be a great way to make some cash. Not the podcast. The, no, no, no. the feet pictures is where <laughs> I was going to get my money. And then I think I was called a, a prostitute at one point, which just didn't quite sit right. So here we are to tell you about all the reasons this is not prostitution. And also what's wrong with being a prostitute. So we are pro-prostitutes. And pro-feet fetishes. Yep. And all fetishes, for that matter. And with that, I'm going to give you a little bit of information about feet fetishes. Or Um, potophilia. Or podophilia? We looked this up before we started recording. (laughs) And what did we decide? It was pado. I like pod. No, it was pado because you decided the syllables. Teachers here, we decided it was a closed syllable, so it must say (laughs) ah, not o. Yikes. Neither of us teach kindergarten. No. Okay, so where do just fetishes in general come from? Um, some, there's not a lot of research on this, but the research that does exist thinks that fetishes come from childhood imprinting and conditioning. Um, the only problem I have with that is that conditioning has to happen multiple times. So that means a child would have to be exposed to something, an object like feet in this instance with a sexual experience multiple times over a long period of time. This is a rabbit hole. This is all all it is, is a rabbit hole, but... 
I think I read the same thing, but it also said that it could be connected to childhood in the sense that our feet represent humiliation or submission because it's like the opposite position as our genitalia. I got so many more things for you. Oh, <laughs> I cannot wait. wait. <laughs> so that's one thought. Um, basically, the consensus is that scientists aren't really sure about why fetishes in general exist. Um, but on the flip side of things, <laughs> um, some people think that one reason a foot fetish could develop is that parents touch toddlers' feet a lot when they're getting ready to walk and when they're, you know, before they start walking, they just play with them a lot. Um, and so if your emotional development was stunted at that point, um, that could be a reason for a foot fetish development. What would be a reason for stunted development? Don't Trauma. ask that question. Okay. Um, which also leads me to wonder about, like, boobs. Why are boobs sexualized? I don't know. I mean, I, I want to say because our mothers breastfed us, but that's not sexual. So exactly. I don't know why yeah. they're sexualized. Maybe because women have them. Another reason that scientists think that foot fetishes might develop is because every love object has some barrier that you need to get to it. And so feet are the least accessible body part for the most part. Um, and so a lot of people associate that with a love object because it's harder to get to the feet. I read that same thing as well. I it's also like we read the same article. Yeah, <laughs> I got my information from metro.co.uk. I just want to cite my source real quick that I got my information from Dr. Mark Griffiths on Psychology Today. A little troubling that there's some quotes from Wikipedia in this article, but, I mean, who am I to judge? Um, well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one that I thought was pretty interesting that uh, could be a reason for people to develop a foot fetish is that feet don't make sexual demands, um, which is really fair. Does my vagina? Well, I mean, I, a lot of... Hello, world. A lot of men that I've had sex with are, like, very concerned nowadays, which, I mean, probably is a good thing that I'm having sex with men like this, but, like, they want the woman to finish, and then, you know, women want men to finish. Feet don't need to finish. You can do whatever you want to a foot. Oh, okay. I understand now. I was thinking, so there's no, like, end result from the foot. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I thought that was interesting. And then um, the last... Well, actually, there's two more, but I didn't write this one down. Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> so the one that Erin and I talked about in depth was that there's a link between um, foot fetish popularity and the rise of STDs at different points in history. So We have so many thoughts on this. <laughs> <laughs> one of these was in the 12th century, which I think was a gonorrhea outbreak, and then another spike in foot fetishes was when the AIDS outbreak happened. So Haley and I sat in my home, which is where we are currently, and we spoke at length about what that meant and why that was a thing. And the one thing that we determined is that if you're sitting in your home right now and you would like to put your two feet together, it makes like a nice little hole. And I'm just here to let you know that my feet don't have any sexually transmitted diseases that I am aware of. They might have some fungi in them, but... Yeah, but like, you know, whatever you're putting in there will be fine. <laughs> so... Just a thought. Yeah. So put your feet together. Take a look at it. What's the opposite of phallic? Or what's the vaginal equivalent of phallic? Flower. <laughs> I don't know. A lot they've of flowers look nice, like vaginas. They've got a nice flower shape to them. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. <laughs> and then the last um, theory that people have, or one of the last theories that people have about why feet 
um, is kind of what Aaron was mentioning before, that in your brain, your feet and your genitals have a similar, like, sensory location in your brain, and so sometimes that can get crossed, um, so you're brain thinks that your genitals are being stimulated when your feet are actually being stimulated, which is pretty weird. That is and very interesting. I also think the idea of, like, the wires in your brain, like, being different than somebody else's is, like, incredibly, not just in feet fetishes, but just in general. It's, like, how we're all just so different, and I just, I want to know more. Yeah, coming from a person who's never taken one single psychology, oh, actually, I took a child psychology class, but I think we that- had that class together. <laughs> possible probable (laughs) but other than that no psychology in my brain and I just want to know everything about why my brain does the weird shit that it does so if you're a psychologist let us know (laughs) hit us up maybe you can be our third member of the podcast (laughs) um so I don't have too much more information to add to that to be honest um I did read a little bit about like what a foot fetish is so it's like Just in general, like, so there's lots of different things that people are looking for in feet fetishes. Foot fetishes? So what they're looking for. Yeah. So, like, some people, like, want to smell. Some people want to just look. Oh, my gosh. Some people want to, like, use your toe as something to put inside of a vaginal canal. Um, Some people like to suck on them. Can we talk about the video? (laughs) Oh, no. So... (laughs) When Erin and I spent a day last week researching fetishes together, and then after I got home, I just kept seeing foot fetish things everywhere, mostly on Reddit. But I hope that this happens for every fetish. Like, yeah. when we start covering, like, something, like, totally obscure, I hope that for some reason your Reddit just knows. It hears me. <laughs> and it just start, like, filling your feed with, like, I don't know, I'd have to, Oh, I found a fetish about people who are, um sexually attracted to statues so I hope that starts coming up on your reddit feed stay tuned listeners <laughs> but yeah so there is this man in his car at a stoplight and the person filming him was screaming at him to like go I guess the light had turned green or something so he's screaming at him to go he was and preoccupied the person who's filming him realizes that the man is sucking on his partner's feet at the stoplight and it took me a good, like, three watches to realize that it was feet that he was sucking and not a penis. <laughs> so. <laughs> Which I think this is so, one of the reasons also that we started with feet fetish, aside from my terrible ex-boyfriend, is that also we, like, kind of were thinking about fetishes and ones that have been, like, normalized in our society. And feet fe- for whatever reason, that has been one that's, like, like, I feel like if somebody came up to me and told me that they have a foot fetish right now, I'd be like, you and everybody else. Everybody has that. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, there's some fetishes that aren't normalized. So it's just, it's another, like, thing of our society, and that's only because of social media. And that's something that I think we kind of will probably put, which you'll already have heard this if if you listen to the beginning of the episode. We're if you made it this in. far. <laughs> we're going to put a blurb in about how taboo um, fetishes are when every like almost everybody has some sort of fetish (laughs) prior to today (laughs) we were recording and Haley was reading me an article that said look to your left I'm pretty sure Haley was at my left and I said look to your right and I said one of those people (laughs) has a fetish so the thing to her right was a shelf (laughs) so what's my fetish listeners We'll see. It's coming. <laughs> that would be pretty fun. We should do one where we're both like, it's like our fetish, so we can explain it to each other. 
I don't know I what mine is yet. One. I'm sure you do. What if we develop one oh. by researching these? Yeah, that, that's fine. Like, we just, like, see a lot of pictures and we're, like, all of a sudden aroused. You were like, damn, this is it. Ooh, exciting. And then we have a sexual awakening. That could be another Finally. goal of this podcast. Some famous um, people in history who have had foot fetishes are Elvis, Casanova, Ted Bundy, Thomas Hardy, who that is, and Andy Warhol. Which Andy Warhol, really. Pretty interesting. That is interesting. Should I go into my um, serial killer blurb now? Um, Later. No, do it. Okay. So we also, I don't know if you as a listener have watched the show Mind Hunters, but everybody should. Yeah. And we were discussing, we thought, we originally were like, Ed Kemper, he was the one with a foot fetish. And then we did some research and we decided it's not him. It was definitely Jerry Brudos. But he had a foot fetish in which this is such an interesting, like, um, cascade of events because he started off just, like, stealing his teacher's shoes and then he would show up at home. But this is where, like, the psychology comes in because then his mom would find these shoes and would, you know, punish him in some way. And then this kind of just led to, like, an like an escalation of events where eventually he was like, you know, um, cutting off women's feet. Yeah. Knocking people out and stealing their shoes. He would like dress up in these shoes and like walk around in like, I I think outside of his house, which is like totally, you know, whatever. Anyways. And so Jerry Brudos eventually was ended up like murdering women to get these pictures and cut off their feet and steal their shoes. So it's like, where in the psychology of the world do people have these escalation of events? And at what point is it just a fetish? And what point does it, like, move into maybe, or, like, yeah, yeah, violence. And so, this is going to sound really fucked up, but we might have to cut this out, too, but can't wait. (laughs) Um, I almost, like, could sympathize with him when I heard his story a little bit, because he had an interest in something and then was abused for it. Right. And so, of course, he's going to become more interested in it. And so that, to me, is kind of like a, a call to recognize mental health issues, which I think, I mean, I hope that we're becoming a little bit more aware of those nowadays. But, like, if, you're, if your kid is stealing shoes and you beat him with the shoes, like, that's not going to stop him from being interested in the shoes. As a teacher, I am here to attest that is going to drive him to the shoes. He's going to be more interested in them. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I'll say it, but we can cut it out. <laughs> I was going to say, like, for people who are abused, the fetish makes more sense to me. I would agree because with that. But it's I been, think- like, negative re- negatively reinforced. But I think that's also because we have not yet found our fetish. True. So we don't have an experience to be so sexually attracted to something. We should talk about that actually next, is that we looked up the difference between a fetish and just a kink. A kink. And a fetish is something, like, if you think you have, like, a butt fetish, you you probably are just, like, you like the butt, but and you're just, like, kinky about it. But a fetish is something, like, you have to have to be aroused. You can't get off without it. Yeah, so I guess maybe we don't have fetishes, because... Otherwise... That we, we would know. We'd be really sad. We would <laughs> Even sadder than but we But maybe are. we have some weird kinks, I guess. We'll see. We'll explore. Maybe we'll develop a fetish. Do you think that's how it works? Do you think, like, as people, like, at, that, like, at one time... We're just like, like, yeah, sex is fine. Yeah, and Jerry Brutus was just, like, ejaculating left and right. When he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. 
I'm, yeah, when he was five. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's a research. You know, guys, there's a not very much fetish research. However, if any listeners would like to sponsor us and you want to hook us up with a sexual encyclopedia by Brenda Love, that'd be great. We would love you Trevor. forever. <laughs> Looking at you. Okay, so I looked up some things about the news, and I have a really fun story to tell you. Oh, it's not my turn. Do one more. Yeah, and you then can. We can do news. Um, I just wanted to say kind of about the commonness of foot fetishes. So there was a doctor in Bologna who studied um, 44,722 people, <laughs> very specific, um, with fetishes on an online forum. Which one? Not sure. Um, and th- he found that foot fetishes make up 47% of all body part fetishes they encountered, which is a lot. So like, Wait, say that percentage again. 47. Wow. So half of the people with body part fetishes fetishize feet, which I think is valid with all of the connections we made to like do you think people are just admitting that because it's socially acceptable? Possible. Interesting. Um, and then, um, of all the people who fetishize objects, 32% of them love feet or shoes. And then um, 33% of people fetishize objects worn on the legs slash buttocks, which made me giggle, and I don't know why. I'm just picturing, like, assless chaps for some reason. Yes, yes, <laughs> And I yes, just don't know. Yes. <laughs> Um, and then my last thing is that in 2006, AOL, which who knew they still existed in 2006, published um, that all of the of all the keywords related to fetishes feet were the most commonly searched. So I feel like for whatever reason, foot fetishes are more socially acceptable than other fetishes. Do you think that, that maybe that's just like actually a fetish that's more common? Like the more you say that, it's like, well, if I'm sitting behind my keyboard, just like typing things that I'm like getting off about, like... I have no filter. I'm nobody can see me. Yeah. So maybe people really are more into feet, or maybe it's just more easily accessible. Like I can look up a good pair of feet whenever I want. It could be either of those things. <laughs> I really don't know. Which leads me, yeah, go <laughs> to a good pair of feet. So I don't know what uh, political party you partake in, and I'm not <laughs> sure I care. <laughs> Wait, Haley, I, I, I know. Care. <laughs> I care. Um, but the Democratic National Convention just ended last week. And as we know, we're in the middle of a pandemic, so they weren't in person. And all of these, you know, people who had tried to run for the presidency, most of them did a speech, one of which being Amy Klobuchar, who, did I say that name right? I think that's right. I shrugged. Um, (laughs) Amy posted a nice behind-the-scenes picture of the Democratic National Convention. And if you have a Twitter or have Google internet, <laughs> I highly suggest you Google her tweet of behind-the-scenes because it's quite literally just, like, the bottom half of her skirt and her feet. And so the world of Twitter really had a field day with this photo. I'm pretty sure one of the comments was, there's no way you didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> and I just love that for Amy. I hope that she has a feet foot fetish and that she oh, was just speaking to her I crowd. didn't even think about that. I was thinking she has, like, a black market foot selling, like, so underground that nobody knows about it. Either one. I love it. <laughs> if you don't know this already, um, you should know that there is, like, a wiki foot page oh or God. wiki something. Wiki feet. Yeah. Wiki feet, in which it rates, like, celebrities' feet. Yeah. And if I do remember correctly, I'm pretty sure Amy Klobuchar's feet have, like, a four-and-a-half-star rating at this point. So, great pair of feet. If you want to go look at them, pretend you're licking them, 
highly suggest. <laughs> and support. Yeah. I'm just curious about what a bad pair of feet. Like, I... Because maybe this just is because I don't have a foot fetish. But I saw that picture and I was just like, meh. Like, yeah. it wasn't... They weren't, like, well... Like, it wasn't even a nice picture. It was just, like, the back of her leg and her feet. Her yeah. Feet. It's not like she was, like, showing off the soles of her foot yeah. or anything. It was just, like, her feet on some carpet. But so then what gets you, like, a four star out of five? We should have looked on Wiki, on Wiki Feet. We should have looked at Blue. bad feet ratings. I mean, I guess I could picture gross feet. Yeah, look at mine. But my... do you think... Yours <laughs> are fine. Do you think celebrities have bad feet? I can't imagine. No. Yeah. Maybe... In my mind, women have nicer feet than men, but I that's mean, mine are pretty gross. probably just very sexist of me. For all you, you people out there who do have a foot fetish, I don't know if this is part of your fetish, but I tried to tattoo myself during the quarantine on my toe. She did. It looks terrible. Is it still there? Yeah. Just little dots. Oh, yeah. What was it supposed to be? Just like a triangle and a line. Oh, it was just supposed to be, like, geometric. Geometric. (laughs) Geometric. Yeah, we teach math. Hi. (laughs) Don't trust us with your children. (laughs) Or do. We're great teachers. (laughs) Let's do this in our spare time. Um, You made me think of something when I was reading or talking about... Oh! Talking about good feet. So I did... I looked on... I've watched many videos about how to get into foot fetishes. Okay. And, um, or like how, I guess I, my side of the story was I was looking in how to sell my feet for profit. And so I've looked just a lot into the people who are profiting from this business. Um, and I watched a whole video on a girl who makes $5,000 a month. A month. A month. That's like, I'm here to let you know about what I make. And I am teaching your children. Yeah. Um, and, no, that's way less than I make. I lied to you. Way less I than I make. I was about to be so jealous. No, I make way we less than 5000 about how sad I was about not having money. Yeah. Anyways, I make way less than $5,000 a month. Um, but she does, and she sells her feet for profit, which I think is just fabulous. And nobody can call her a prostitute. Not one person on this planet, or I will cut you in half. I mean, you can call her a prostitute, but don't judge her for being a prostitute. No, you can't even call her it. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um. <laughs> Are you going to cut my whatever you said off? <laughs> yes. Anyways. So I was reading about her and she, or not reading, I was watching videos. And um, she said that at one point she actually never showed off her feet. She was like socks all the time. And then she went and got a pedicure one day, and she took a photo of her feet and, like, posted it online. I shouldn't say what platform, but she said they just, like, blew up. So it's curious to me how, like, she didn't know at one point in her life that she had these phenomenal feet that needed to be exposed to the world. Okay, and again, I don't know if this is the video that I sent you, and I don't know if I'm being judgy or if it's just because I don't have a foot fetish, but I didn't think that her feet looked any different than anybody else's feet. That's fair. Uh, she did talk a lot about how you can dress up your foot. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, a lot of the photos that she was showcasing in this video were, like, socks. So, like, lots of different, like, types of socks, stockings, nylons, all those types of goodies. But fish also, nets. fishnets. But also she was, like, jewelry. Foot jewelry is, like, I guess a thing that you would want to put on your foot um, to showcase it. Shoes, lots of different heels, flats, sandals, all those goodies. And then the photos. Oh, and she also said she has a lot of videos and a lot of photos. So some of the videos are, like, rubbing lotion and stuff. And those are, like, higher priced, I guess. I can see that. Yeah, right. Like, specialized stuff is higher priced from what she was she was explaining in this video. I almost said she was telling me, but 
I didn't meet her. <laughs> Maybe we should meet her. I know, honestly, we should, because then I could be her. <laughs> Twinsies. But it's curious to me also that she, a lot of the stuff that she was posting on this video, it also has her face in it. So, which, no, I have no issues with that, and I think that's great. But that, so that means, though, that these people who are buying her feet photos also... I mean, I would assume are attracted to her as a human as well, but maybe I'm totally misled because I don't have a foot fetish. Or maybe she's just not ashamed to to be, be doing, doing it. it. Yeah. yeah. Is it legal? I yes. I'm gonna go with yes. Huh. I mean, because you don't know what you're doing. Nobody knows what you're doing with those pictures. True. Yeah. That's true. You could just be like hanging them on your wall. Yeah, that's true. Your story made me think of yeah. something else that I just wanted to add. Um. It probably sounds like common sense, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, So there's different, like, subcategories of foot fetishes, which are the size or shape of your foot. So maybe some people are super into, like, like 13, size 13 feet, you know. Like, like large feet. feet. Like, really big feet. Like, because, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then shape, I guess. Like, if you have a higher arch or something, I'm not sure okay um I think one of the videos that I saw of somebody who sold pictures of their feet like took videos of themselves picking things up with their toes which is probably like a high ticket item I would imagine yeah um and then there's also um adornments so like jewelry and stuff um I liked the picture of the handcuffs around the big toes I don't know if you (laughs) saw that I did not (laughs) it was fantastic um and then there are um, embellishments, so like tattoos or nail polish, things oh. like that. So there's like different subcategories of like things that people like within feet, and then of course shoes. But there, there's also like parts of the foot that people like. Like she was explaining in the videos that I was watching that like she likes the that some people like the bottom, the soles of her foot. So she'll post photos of the soles, but some people prefer like the actual toes and everything, the front, I guess. So, you know, this avenue of foot fetish really interweaves. And then there's, like, the sensory stuff that you were mentioning mm-hmm. before, too, where, like, some people want to smell your socks, which probably don't want to smell mine. She sells dirty socks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some people want to lick them. Some people want to just look at them. Some people want to, what are the other senses? Touch them. Mm-hmm. See, touch, taste. Smell and... Is that it? I think there's five of them. <laughs> oh, here, but you can't hear them. Oh, yeah. So that was my last thought. I was like... Do you think that she, like, videos herself, like, slapping her feet on the tile? And that's, like, something that people are into? Running down the stairs. <laughs> just doing whatever. Crunching something under her well, feet. Well, that like, is a thing, though. People, like, put like their ASMR. feet. ASMR. I don't know what that is. That, like, noise therapy to help you fall asleep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is, like, a thing that people will, like, videotape their feet, like, in, like, slime and in shit. Yeah. So, I guess, I don't know if that is audible. I would assume there's a sound that goes with that. Yeah. But that's probably not necessarily a fit. Like, I don't think the sound has to do with the feet so much as the thing that the foot is interacting with, you know? So that might be, may yeah, that might be, be like, like a, a movement thing. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I understand. Did you interact with anybody who is into feet fetishes? <laughs> well, so the last part of our segment, we were a little hesitant about what to do with. So if anybody has any recommendations for us, please let us know. Um, we have a friend who kind of talked us out of our first plan, which was... Trevor! (laughs) (laughs) Wow, he's going to love how much we mention him. Um, (laughs) um, Our first thought was to 
try to create like a dating profile on different apps and try to interact with people who have fetishes um, so that we could just like get some insider information because we're naive and we don't know how these things work. Yeah, this is like truly I cannot express more that we just are like so fascinated by this world, but we have no exposure. <laughs> I was raised so sheltered and so conservatively, but not religious, just conservative. I would say I was the same way. My parents were super into modesty and all those things, which is, like, if you ever met my parents, you would laugh your ass off because they are not modest people, but... (laughs) They raised you to be modest. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I never... My my parents didn't talk about our body parts at all, even, like, when... Did you get the sex talk? No, I don't... I mean, at least I don't remember getting the sex talk. I got the sex talk. It was very awkward. If I did, it was, like, past the point where we had already gotten it in school. So We I was already like, knew what sex it. was. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, raised super conservatively, and so just, like, figuring things out about this world has never even crossed my mind. And so we, we don't know how to, like, interact with people who do things like this. And so we were going to try to create a fake dating profile, and then our friend, who must not be named, <laughs> had some problems with it, which at first Aaron and I, I think, were a little offended with his problems. We were fighting him. <laughs> yeah, pretty hard. We were trying to convince him that it wasn't as malicious as he was saying it was. But then just the the process behind creating a fake dating profile, I think, is what kind of stumped us more than anything. Um, he did bring up some good points. Like, we're not trying to, like, con anybody into, like, you know, like, we just thought, like, an open dialogue about this would be productive, but... We we weren't planning on, like, catfishing anybody, like, building a relationship with them. We just wanted to, like, ask questions, but then we were like, well, like... Somebody on a dating profile isn't going to want to answer our questions about fetishes. Yeah. And we also, I think we came to the conclusion that once we've covered the main fetishes, you know, how are we going to find... We've talked a lot about how foot fetishes are pretty socially acceptable. I would say furries are pretty socially acceptable. BDSM, all socially acceptable. But outside of that, like, who's going to advertise that on their Tinder? Right. And so Erin stumbled upon this really amazing website called FetLife. And we created an account. Highly encourage everybody to check it out. Yeah, and it's pretty easy to find groups for different fetishes. So if you're interested in exploring things, check that out. Um, And people just post stories about their experiences with fetishes. Um, And I did not uh, copy down, like, the prompt to this thread. Um, But it was something about, like, explain how you got into foot fetishes or something like that. So I'd like to read you a story, Erin. Oh, I can't wait. Please feel free to interrupt me if you have any comments. I will. (laughs) All right. So here's my first story. So I sort of alluded to this in my introduction post, but I'm going to expand upon it here. I don't know exactly why I started to like feet, but I do remember when I first started to really notice it. I went to a Catholic school, always a red flag, (laughs) when I was younger. It was private and had very strict dress code. You ever notice how places like Catholic schools typically develop very kinky people? Maybe that was our problem. (laughs) Yeah, I went to public school. Same, unfortunately. Anyway, growing up throughout my childhood, I noticed something that many of the girls did in classes. The dress code typically required girls to wear skirts with knee socks slash stockings and loafers, the slip-on kind. Many of the girls on my class developed a habit of kicking off their shoes in class, and you better believe that my eyes darted to their feet as soon as they did so. I watched with amazement as these girls would slide their shoes around, scrunch and wiggle their stockinged toes, rub their socked feet together, 
how they displayed their souls without a care in the world, some of them extremely dirty, since many could not keep their shoes on at all. Wow. I didn't read this before. This is, like, sensual. This is very interesting, though, because, like, it's, like, this person's, like, a good writer. I can, like, totally visualize that. But the weird part is, like, I'm sure I do that as a teacher. Like, I take my shoes off all the time in class and I just walk around. But, like, it's not a sexual thing. No. So it's interesting. This person must have had a childhood event in which, well, I guess I don't know. I want to say they had a childhood event in which they're attracted to this, like, because what else, I mean, like, what could have drawn them to look at the feet? She mentions, like, immediately darted to the feet. However, I mean, I do remember, like, when I was in middle school, probably not feet, but just, like, like fixating on boys that I had a crush on. Like, oh. in class, you just, like, stare at them. Yeah. And so if you're just, like, staring at somebody who's sitting in front of you, there's not much to stare at other than their hair and their feet. Yeah. You know, so, like... Trained, I guess. Yeah. Like, I mean, not, like, this person necessarily, but those are things that are trained. Right. Like... I'm staring at the back of this person's head. Now I just always really like shiny hair because yeah. the girl who sat in front of me for two years had really shiny hair. I right. Okay. I Continue. Know. Okay. It was probably for this reason I enjoy hosed slash socked feet more than bare feet, but feet are still feet. It wasn't just the students either. I had quite a few attractive young teachers growing up, and quite a few of them wore stockings and heels, and some also loved to slip their, off their shoes in front of a whole classroom. I fantasize many times sitting under their desk, playing with their stockinged feet as they taught classes. The idea of something like this still excites me. Growing up, I transferred to a public school in middle school and high school. By this time, I knew I had a foot fetish. Okay, so by the time he went through puberty, he already knew that it was happening. Because it's a fetish. Yeah. Um, but I still had acquaintances. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Okay, by this time I knew I had a foot fetish and tried to make my affinity for them a bit less obvious. I wasn't one of the popular kids in school, but I still had acquaintances. <laughs> Skipped a line, y'all. One of my favorite foot-related moments. <clears throat> there was a girl that went to my school who always took her shoes off, and she had amazing feet. We went on a field trip to a college my senior year. She wore sneakers and baby blue socks with jeans and such. We did a lot of walking that day. On the way home, she commented how her feet were killing her and kicked her shoes off on the bus. She started asking people on the bus for foot rubs, and I happily agreed. I rubbed her soft feet the entire way home, and it was a long bus ride. I was apparently very good at it because she fell asleep as I rubbed her feet. From there, I just basically discovered I had a sexual affinity for feet, and at the risk of sounding cliche, the rest is history. So that, I mean, it was a really nice story, but it doesn't sound, like, that part didn't sound sexual to me. Well, but she was enjoying it. But he didn't come. Or he was enjoying it. Is this a man or a woman? Oh, I don't know. I, I assumed, assumed it, was a, it was a man. Oh, I assumed it was a girl because oh. I assumed Catholic school meant all women. Oh. Either way. It doesn't matter. But, yeah, I guess, like, it would be curious to hear this person's, like, second stage of events because, like, at this point we're just rubbing feet. Right. But when did it escalate? Well, and if they already knew that they had a fetish at that point, then there must have been something sexual for them and they just didn't write about it in the story. Right, that's fair. Maybe it was more at that point, like, an obsession that they... Or maybe there was something sexual and they just didn't write about it. Right, okay. Yeah. That's what I meant. I think that's what you said. I just plowed <laughs> over you. <laughs> Strong, independent women. <laughs> Alright, do you have a story to share? No, I shared my video. Oh. Was I supposed to come up with a story? No, 
doesn't matter. But I have oh. another story. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I didn't even need to come up with a story. I didn't read this one, though. So <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, I started reading it. <laughs> I read it enough to, knew that I, to know that I wanted to. I'll be prepared for the story next time. I mean, I thought, I thought my girl counted. We didn't, we didn't do much <laughs> as far as planning goes. I don't know if you could tell. It was a story. She, I guess she's not in defeat. Okay, continue. No, but that's fine. I think it's good to have, like, that side of things, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Again, listeners, if you have any feedback for us, hit us <laughs> you up. You can find us at fetish... Feet... Foot... <laughs> <laughs> Fetishfinderspodcast at gmail.com. You're welcome. Finders with an S. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> we should have done a Z! <laughs> Why? So we could be back in our cool. AOL days. <laughs> okay, this one's a little shorter. But from just from looking at it, I can see feet, feet, feet in caps I towards love. the bottom. So get ready. <laughs> Got my popcorn. <clears throat> okay, this is the same prompt. So where did your fetish develop or whatever? G, when I was in sixth grade, we went to a state park for three days and the teachers had a little girl. Lots of field trips. Yeah who was in 12th grade as a student helper. I don't know why he said little. Maybe her feet were grade. small. Let's read. Okay. Um, who was in 12th grade as a helper. Miss Pugh. She was petite, wore corduroy pants with flat shoes and argyle socks. Okay, also, I know I'm talking too much, but... No, not at the all. The detail in these stories is insane. Like, I cannot remember a single thing that a single human wore when I was in school. Yeah, fair. Me neither. Like... So that but must there's have been a like fetish, a, so yeah. it's like they're like like they probably don't remember the T-shirt that this person was wearing, but they know what stuff was on their feet, feet, <laughs> foot feet, and it's like a very like um like a moment where they realized something, yeah, and so that's why they remember it, I guess. Okay, anyway, so she's petite. She wore corduroy pants with flat shoes and argyle socks. I was as curious about her feet and socks as I was about her butt. As I got to be in 7th and 8th grade I, and was too shy to talk to any girls, but would jerk in bed at night, I thought about their butts more than their tits. But I also was gradually noticing the long girls with carrot legs that they had more beef in their Dr. Scholl's sandals than the shorter girls in the crew. This is not as well written. <laughs> <laughs> I think I used to draw pictures of socks when I was four, and my mother took me to the doctors because I walked on my toes. One of them claimed he was putting a cookie in my shoe. Another one showed my mother how to make me do these tedious exercises spelled with a Z. So, mm. you want to change the name of the podcast. Okay. Now's our chance. Where I would walk in a straight line on a tape near our living room. So, when I was 10 or 11 and my sister was about 7 or 8, she had all the little girls in her class over for a birthday party. And she was popular and I was not. So, my mother screamed at me to do my exercises in front of all the little girls and she screamed, feet, feet, feet. I was mortified. My mother was slew-footed and bow-legged. My aunt on that side has bigger feet than my mother and could get a job crushing grapes in France. I used to have this saying in my head, she hers feelings on her feet. Hers? Yeah, but... She's, she slash hers. Oh. Feelings on her feet. I don't know what that means. Um, I could see her bow-legged tread coming to whip me when I had a bad report card said the F word at home, gagged on cooked vegetables and mashed potatoes, etc., etc., etc. So not as well written, but it seems to come from a place of abuse. Yeah, or at least childhood. Like trauma. Yeah. yeah. I think that's interesting. I'm thinking about all the people in my childhood that were, like, tippy-toe-feeted, t- uh-huh. walked on their tippy-toes, and I guess, like, 
that is like a form of like I remember the one of the girls that I went to school with since I was little you know it's like huge issue like she had like braces and all these things for her feet so now I need to reach out to her and ask her if she has a foot fetish oh my god can you please <laughs> no I will not oh. <laughs> okay how do we end this I guess just maybe like final thoughts on foot fetish yeah you know, the more we talked about this, like, I thought that we were really going to, like, just have a fit laughing about this stuff. But, like, honestly, I'm more and more intrigued the more I learn about it. So it's, like, I'm not laughing in, like, like these, like, judgmental ways that I thought I was going to be laughing. I'm more just, like, how and why. Yeah. It's so interesting to learn about the psychological aspect of it, which is why, like, as soon as you asked if I wanted to do this, I was, like, hell yeah, because I'm, like, so pumped to learn about like the way the brain develops around certain things um and I think like the part that we were laughing about when we were doing research was the discomfort but then like the actual like learning about it and talking through it I think like we're not even when we were researching it we weren't laughing out of judgment it was just like something that we had never experienced before yeah um and so I don't know. I'm really excited to learn about our next fetish. Yeah, which I don't think we've decided we didn't even yet. Talk about what it was going to be yet. Yeah. What? How are we going to tease people to listen next time if we don't know what we're going to talk about? Furries. <laughs> I mean, I think that would be a good one because that's like pretty popular. Yeah. And then BDSM is rough because there's so many. Because well, we looked rough. it up, it's <laughs> it's bondage. There's like you know BDSM, so there's four different fetishes Clearly, within one. We know nothing about it. Well, we know that there's bondage. <laughs> sadism masochism what's the d Dom- domination yeah okay, yeah there we go we so we we'll, that'll be a while of podcasts but <laughs> one per letter possibly yes agreed <laughs> and i guess maybe an extra for like the whole encompassing oh you know what i actually last final thought <clears throat> this girl whose video i was listening to or watching she was just really explaining how like the foot fetish community is like so low judgment like, it's just, like, this is a community of people that really, like, is, like, honed in on this one aspect of their sexuality, and there's just, like, no judgment. And I think that that's fantastic. I think that's how, like, the fetish community is as a whole. Like, mm-hmm. if you're a part of it, if you're on, like, Fet Life or whatever, people are super open. Like, nobody's there to judge you. And so yeah. because there's nobody there to judge you, you can express yourself the way that you want to, which I feel like more parts of our society should be, like... Like, not even to do with sex, just, like, in general. Well, I mean, yeah, let's just, like, take a minute and think about, like, how long did, like, it take for gay people to be able to marry each other? Right. Or for women to be able to vote. Right. Like, (laughs) come on. Yeah. These are just, like, just another avenue of the same thing. I don't think women voting has anything to do with taboo, but I just wanted to put that out there into the world. I couldn't agree more. (laughs) (laughs) Today, while I was teaching, the... One, I was on a Zoom call because we're online teaching and science time came up and hardly any students showed up, but there was only two boys and the rest were all feet girls. And I went on a rampage about how it's fine, the women, we need more women scientists yes! in the world. And my co-teacher was just like, oh, I'm going to bleep we'll that out. out. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed learning about feet <laughs> fetishes. Come back next week to learn about furries. Maybe next week we'll have a sign off. <laughs> Not sure. Bye. Ciao. <laughs>